just river kids Picking up stones like David did Watching them long necks break off a freight train bridge We went to church in a Detroit car Our daddies drank draft at the local bar With an aching back just like old granddad did And we like cold cake beer Fixing up trucks Old bird dogs and the woman we love Maxwell has steaming out of a coffee cup We say our prayers send them to the sky Bust our banks barely getting by Carolina to California up to Illinois Yeah, there's guys like us Blue-collar boys Hello Welcome back to another episode of the Marcus Show. Bro, I am your host as I am every single week. Marcus himself presented by the Broken Anchor. And this week, it's a solo pod. Just me. We were on a hot streak with some guests. This week, back to just your boy talking about baseball, talking about what's going on on the diamond around Major League Baseball. I got some notes, got some thoughts, kind of picking up from that first episode where I left off and kind of changing up some stuff that I, I, I believed um, back then. And, and the season was still so young at that time. Uh, and now I think we, we still don't have a clear picture because – you know, baseball is such a long, uh, has such a long season, and, and the season goes on for what seems like forever. But uh, I, I want to keep doing these check ins of like, you know, we can see if things change, if things are staying the same, if things are, you know, murky, or we're seeing that somebody's kind of coming out ahead. So I got all my notes from all the divisions uh, and, and a couple other things sprinkled in here and there and the first thing I wanted to start off with I think is um, one of the number one things that we're seeing with baseball this year in Major League Baseball is the amount of uh, no hitters being thrown so far early into this season uh, we have had six no hitters thrown each team's played about and eh, probably close to 50 55 games uh, give or take and we've had six total no hitters which in a normal year, it's just it, it's crazy to have six total, um, and the fact that we're only about fifty games in and we have uh, uh, six is just insane. So, uh, Joe Musgrove from San Diego has thrown one. Carlos Rendon from the White Sox has thrown one. John Means from the Baltimore Orioles has thrown one. Wade Miley from the Cincinnati Reds has thrown one, and uh, Spencer Tur- Turnball. From Detroit and Corey Kluber from the Yankees uh, are the six pitchers so far that have thrown no hitters. So, you know, this has been beaten up at nauseum for anybody that covers or talks about sports and puts microphones in front of their faces and has people listen to them. Uh, that it, it's overdone. It's it's not as special. And yeah, I, I'm the first one to admit. Um, when things happen repeatedly, it, it loses its luster. You know, if you get a, a, a no hitter 
twice in a year, it becomes something crazy. If you get a perfect game every, not even every year, every other year, every three years, it becomes this special thing that pitchers are trying to go after. But by the changing of the game, that happens. You know, you either get these games that are absurdly high scoring because teams aren't playing for small ball anymore. They're not trying to get guys on base and trying to bring dudes around. Uh, it, it's all about hitting hitting the ball longer, getting doubles, getting home runs, getting all that kind of stuff, uh, and kind of maximizing your 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 chances at the plate, even if that means striking out, you know, three, four times you step up in, in a game. So just by the way the game's changed, that's why we're seeing these no-hitters, I think, even more, and we're seeing the spin rate of, of certain pitchers that are going up which is causing more ground balls and less balls that are, you know, even blooping out or leaving the park or things like that. So uh, I, I I kind of have my take on it as this. I, I still think it's fun. If, if a no-hitter alert pops up on my phone, the first thing I think is, number one, way to jinx it, uh, ESPN. And then the second thing I think is I'm absolutely going to turn it on. If ESPN, ESPN2, if some source is going to flip that game on that is – for whatever pitcher uh, is throwing the no-hitter, of course I'm going to watch it. It still has this same luster to me. And anybody that says it still doesn't have that same kind of feeling, I think is is kind of lying. Oh, oh well, there's been six already this year. And we may hit – if we hit double digits, that would just be insane. I mean, four or five more throughout this year would just – I would still be crazy. Now, would I still turn into all four or five of those? Of course. Of course, that's stupid to say you wouldn't, all right? Because you figure, even if we get 10, if we get 10 no-hitters that are thrown this year, each team plays 162 games, right? That's 10 out of 162 times however many teams are, are in the league. That still is something special. It still happens at very, very low rates, even though it's happening more than we're used to. So, would I turn in? Absolutely. There's no doubt. I, I, I would. I still want to see it. And I think the more interesting thing to me is this: is a lot of these guys, uh, you know, besides like Kluber and and I guess you could make an argument for Turnball. Turnball is one of Detroit's better, better pitchers, but a lot of these guys were dudes that they're, they're not the guy. Rendon actually, Carlos Rendon from the White Sox is he's he's pretty solid starter for them as well, but. Um, I think that when I look at it, Kluber is the only name that carries real weight. He's a guy that plays for the Yankees, uh, has had a longer career, successful career, even though he's kind of at the twilight of it and hasn't had a great run at it this year. Um, Kluber is, is still a guy that I think holds a little bit of you know prowess in his name. The rest of them are not household name dudes. So when you get these guys that aren't, your Garrett Coles and, and, and uh, you know, your, your Kershaw's and your Bowers and, and these guys that are awesome, uh, awesome, awesome pitchers that are throwing no hitters and, and being a part of history. Like, absolutely. I think that's great. I think that's awesome for the game. And I think it, the biggest word I always come up with is parody. It adds more parody. Games aren't always hitting overs and, you know, demolishing the ball and games are ending five to eight and, and stuff like that. Uh, which, you know, it, I think it's good for the game. And speaking of which, I, with, with betting baseball and, and all those things like that, I've, I've said it before, betting baseball is the greatest 
it's the greatest thing ever. Um, and, and for whatever picks I have, you know, given out and looked at and stuff, I've been on a bit of a hot streak and now I'm starting to see that it, it's coming down a bit. So, uh, always want to be transparent, uh, with those kind of things. You're not always going to pick winners. It's just that simple. You're not always going to pick winners. So, uh, don't always want people to think that I'm winning. I'm, I, I pick more winners than I do losers. I like to think, uh, but you got to know when to pick your spots and things like that. So, uh, but anyway, back to no hitters, uh, kind of wrapping it up. Um, Absolutely. I think that uh, they're fun, and some people say there's too many, and my notes even say too many no-hitters thrown. And then when I start to think about it, uh, no, I think it's it's a cool part of the game. Um, so kind of an overlook of, of that and kind of one of the bigger stories coming in, and now I want to get into some more of the things that have to do with certain divisions. So uh, last time I, I got on the airwaves and started talking about it, I said – I talked about the Dodgers being the overall number one. I think the Dodgers still are one of the number one overall teams, but we get back to this baseball as a long, long season. Um, and, and the Dodgers look to have really good competition in the NL West. And, you know, it's not just the Padres, which I, I have loved every single Padres-Dodgers game so far this year. Uh, I'm so happy that both those teams are so daggum good and they're both playing in the same division um so we can see them play multiple times over uh but the Padres are actually leading that division as of today as of recording uh 32 and 19 actually losing today uh and in eight and two in their last 10 um they've had a lot a lot a lot of success Dodgers haven't played yet so uh this is going to change by tomorrow but the Dodgers uh are tied for second. One of the teams that I don't think a lot of people picked early on to have a lot of really good success in, in the West, like everybody thought the Dodgers and they knew Slam Diego and everything like that. Uh, it It's the Giants. They're tied with the Giants 30 and 19 right now, and the Giants are 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. Again, haven't played yet tonight, and they actually play each other tonight. So, uh, gonna kind of break that tie up for for or for second uh, out in the um, NL West, but so much fun. I mean, you see these NL West teams play each other, and then you see them play other teams. I, I saw the Giants just absolutely demolish the Reds over and over and over again, which uh, really was not fun. Um, but it, it also, you know when you see the kind of competition that they're playing consistently and stuff like that, uh, you just take it on the chin. Um, so the giants really, really good. Uh, and, and I want to, I want to mend this as well. Um, the, the, when, when I first got on, I was talking about how bad the Rockies kind of were and stuff like that. Uh, it looks like right now the diamondbacks may be worse in their last 10 games. The diamondbacks have not, won a game as of recording uh, and are actually last in that NL West and, and kind of between the Rockies, the Diamondbacks and and the Pirates who we'll get to a bit later when we talk about the NL Central um, kind of all jockeying for that bottom part of the start of the season so uh, but yeah, Arizona has, has not, not been good as of recently and so we'll see if they can pick it up as time goes on but I I don't 
expect a lot from the Diamondbacks uh, moving forward. Um, and moving on, uh, staying out west, but we'll go ahead and switch conferences. Uh, the AL West, pretty clogged up. Last time I got on here, I said there were two teams you do not want to sleep on. They were the Athletics and they were the Mariners. And look at that. The Oakland A's lead that com- or the division right now at 29-2. and two. The Astros just a game back. Uh, and then there's a little bit of a drop-off with the Mariners being about five and a half back, tied with the Anaheim Angels. The Halos both uh, with the Mariners are also five and a half games back. Um, not, you know, the Athletics just play solid ball. Uh, Houston is, uh, is, is really, really good. Um, they, they stay consistently good, even though they've continued on the shame tour as it is, uh, with fans actually in the stands. And it was, it was so much fun and so funny to see, uh, what happened to them when they returned to New York. I think that that got into their head big time, um, because they struggled with the Yankees, uh, in that series. But, um, Houston it has stayed consistent uh, and, and still jockeying for that AO West spot as well, uh, the top spot. But, but the Athletics sit alone about a game ahead. Um, and it, the number one thing uh, that I want to talk about with the AO West is the emergence of Shohei Otani. It's Showtime Otani. Uh, I, was, I, I had a source to begin the year. I had a source. I will not say this is an original thought. Um, who claimed him to be the best baseball player of all time. And I was like, that's, that's pretty high praise. I mean, that's, that's saying, the, saying the guy who really has not proven himself a ton is the best baseball player of all time right now uh, is just it, it was bonkers to me. 50 games in, uh, the guy's showing it. You, you don't see starting pitchers on the days that they're not pitching play uh, and, and, and be in the rotation to hit. And Shohei is one of those guys. So just looking at some of his numbers right now, he's batting 270. He's got 38 RBIs and 15 home runs. When the guy hits the ball, he gets a hold of it. He's hit a couple of laser shots and a couple of bombs that are so much fun. Um, and it seems like every night I'm scrolling Twitter and all of a sudden I just see a Shohei Otani home run. And I'm like, what even is this guy? Uh, oh, yeah. Also, like I mentioned, he pitches. And he's right now throwing a 237 ERA. This may change by the morning because he is on the mound tonight. But Shohei is the real deal. Now, can he hold up to it? Can it can stay consistent? You know, only time will tell. Uh, I, I don't know if the home runs stay consistent uh, with how he's just mashing the ball. But if he continues to get looks at the plate and he continues to get chances, I don't see how, you know, that part goes away. Now, he may slump. Every hitter slumps uh, at some point or another. Um, but he's he's daggum good, man. He is so, so good. He He seems like a guy who was engineered in a lab just with the sole purpose of playing baseball. Um, and and then you get these random nights like tonight where I'm looking through the games and I'm looking through what's going on. And anytime I look through a game, 
you know, I'm checking out the lines. I'm checking out where the game's at. I'm checking out the weather, things like that. And then I also look at the starting pitching and look at the ERAs and everything like that and how have they done and what is their record. And every time I look at the the, the Halos games and I see that he's pitching, it, it's almost you got to pay attention to it. I'm not going to say much watch. I With the blackouts of the games, it's hard to catch games on TV as much anymore. Uh, but I, I definitely follow and I definitely watch and I, I he's just so so special and so I, I I want him to continue to be good because I think that somebody like that that is he's just something we haven't seen in forever uh, literally forever um, you can make the argument of Babe Ruth and everything like that but this is just a different era and a different game and they play in a different way and so seeing something that's so uniquely fantastic in a game that's been around for 150 years uh, is sweet. So uh, I want more Shohei. I want him to be awesome. And I wanted to make sure that in this iteration of talking about baseball, uh, I mentioned how like truly, truly fun he is to the game. Going on, uh, going back to the NL, I'm going to flip-flop NL uh NLAL NLAL and and now we're going to the opposite side of the country we're going to talk about the NL East uh yeah i don't really know what to say about the NL East. The, the Mets lead the NL East at 22 and 20 um but i kind of still think it's the Braves to lose the Braves are sitting in second right now i just don't know if the Mets, they just, the, the Mets met. And, and until they do it, until they get back to that form where they made the playoffs and made the made the World Series and everything like that, I'm just not going to believe that the Mets are going to hold on for the full season. And I think the Braves kind of showed us last year how good the Braves can be. But they're just not, I think the Braves are, are, are just underperforming to start this year in a division that's kind of up in the air. Um, and one of the bigger notes I took from uh, I, I've taken from the NL East as well is the Marlins. The Marlins aren't a bad team, and the Marlins are competing consistently. I, I would say don't sleep on them. They're, they're my update. Don't sleep on team like last time. It was the Athletics and the Mariners looking pretty good. The Marlins sitting at third in that division, and it's kind of those three that are jockeying for position, but none of them are really, uh, you know, taking command um the marlins could be a team that if they can get hot at the right time uh they could they could definitely for lack of a better term you know make a splash i that's such a bad you know turn of a phrase but oh well i said it anyway all right i said it anyway the marlins are going to make a splash there's a good little pun for you um but i still think it it's at the end of the day it's the braves the the braves i think walk away with that and then either the Marlins or the, the, the Mets kind of fight for, um, fight for position, uh, in, in the NL East. Now you do have teams like the Phillies, but the Phillies are, are struggling right now with injuries and things like that. Uh, so it's, again, it's still way up in the air and I don't, I can't comment on it much more than that because I, I don't think we really know much more than that. Um, Going on, uh, again, staying with the East, but now we're going to flip conferences to the AL. 
Uh, first time around, I kind of dogged on the Yankees. The Yankees were not playing very well. The Yankees have found themselves a little bit not leading, uh, not leading that division, but the division is starting to look to me a lot like the NL West, very competitive and very kind of top heavy with those teams. Um, the Rays right now, the Tampa Bay Rays, and let me, Tampa Bay Rays lead that division at 31 and 20. They're nine and one in their last 10. They went on a 12 game winning streak. I think 12, 13 games they won in a row. The Rays just stay quietly dominant. I mean, that it's just that simple. The Rays are not a team that just gets talked about ad nauseum. Like, if the Yankees went up 12 games in a row, you would never, ever, ever hear the end of it on SportsCenter, on talk radio, on podcasts, on anywhere you find sports, on the Marcus Show Bro. I would be talking about it because it would be the hottest. It's the Yankees, right? It's the same thing with the Dodgers. It's the same thing, you know, with these big, big, big market teams. If they do these big, incredible things, you hear about it over and over and over again. But the Rays are one of those teams that I didn't know. Truthfully, I I mean, I knew they were good and I knew they were playing well. I didn't know the extent of how good or how long that, win streak was until I saw a, an article that was like they go for their 12th win in a row tonight and I was like oh my god and I looked back and I was like oh look at that they do have a good little win streak going so the Tampa Bay Rays uh, for the past couple years have just been quietly very very good uh, but they've got very good competition in that AL East division they have teams like the Red Sox who the Red Sox just stay consistent they had a really really good uh, month of April um, and and have kind of not come back to earth because they're still playing really, really well. Uh, but they're, they are second right now at 30 and 20, exactly 50 games in. Uh, and, and the aforementioned New York Yankees, 28 and 27 and three in their last 10. Um, and then a bit of a drop, not a, not a lot, a bit of a drop to the Blue Jays. And, and I think the Blue Jays are another team that if they catch fire at the right time, not that they can, you know, really come up and catch anybody like Tampa Bay or the Red Sox. It would it would take those two teams playing long stretches of very bad baseball, and the Blue Jays really catching fire. But the Blue Jays are are sticking around in that division, um, and, and so that's kind of I, I'm I'm interested to see just like the NL West. There there's a fun fun games to watch. You know, Yankees, Red Sox are always, always going to be fun. But now you get into the mix, the Yankees, Rays, you get the Red Sox, Rays, uh, and, and all of those different series that you have to pay attention to because they're going to be so crucial moving forward with uh, who ends up winning um, that division. So a lot of fun, a lot of good baseball play, being played uh, out, out east right now in the AL. So let's go ahead and go uh, to the NL Central. We're going to go ahead and get Central to end up the show. Um, and we'll start with the NL. Right now, St. Louis stays in control of the NL Central, but the Cubbies have gotten hot. The Cubs right now are 8-2, uh, actually winning a game today against the Pirates. So the Cubs stay up close. Um and and last time we talked, I uh, I might have jinxed 
the Cincinnati Reds a little bit. I'm sorry, Cincinnati. It won't happen again. I, I got a little bit ahead of myself. I forget that baseball is a long season. Um, I mean, the Reds aren't out of it by any means. Uh, they just kind of have, have hit a bit of a rough patch and, and stuff like that. So, uh, And some of their games have been just, you know, woefully hard to watch. Um, but right now, it, it is St. Louis. Uh, I think that St. Louis, if they want to stay in control, they can. Uh, but the Cubs look to be playing really, really good uh, baseball, and and the last two days have have beaten up on the Pirates, who I mentioned them earlier are just woefully, woefully not very good. Um, and and so you know between them and the two teams out west in the AL, um, they're kind of jockeying for that that worst in the league this year. Uh, so, but it's, it's still jumbled. It's still, it's, I look at it a lot like the NL East. Uh, the, the NL Central is, is very, very jumbled up and it could go to whoever uh, at, at this point. Um, I don't think anybody's really out of it. And I don't think anybody's kind of shown uh, that, that they can take that next step. I, the, the Cardinals have looked really good at, times and the Cubs right now look really good so of course I'm always pulling for the red legs always pulling for the legs and I, and I always want them to to kind of pull forward and um so you're never going to get me to say that one team that any team besides the Reds are going to win the NL Central until it's over uh but I think that we still have a lot of baseball to see uh in that division to decide who is really the dominant team there um and and kind of the same with the AL Central. So NL and AL Central, I literally have it written down. AL Central confuses me because they truly, truly do. The AL Central is is just very confusing to me. You would have thought coming into this season that the White Sox would have really taken control of of that that division, um, or the Twins. Maybe uh, I had mentioned in the first iteration of doing this that I thought that the twins might be a team that could be really good coming in and have a lot of uh, hype around them. Um, but that's just not the case. Uh, the White Sox do lead it, um, but they haven't been able to run away with it. I, I should say. Um, Cause they do lead, they do lead that, uh, that division. And if the twins didn't start so, so bad, I mean, the twins just started so terribly bad. They would be in a good spot because they're seven and three in their last ten, so they're kind of uh they're 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 they need to come back up on the come up because, um, if they want to make any moves, it's gonna have to be be soon. I know I keep saying it, baseball's a long season, blah blah blah, but because of the way they started, um, it's I think it's within the Twins' best interest to kind of make moves forward. Uh, and the the Cleveland I words are sticking around. Uh, Cleveland um, has been able to play some some good games and and got, got another one today against Detroit. Uh, so that's always a plus. Again, Detroit is just their Detroit. Um, but they were able to get good pitching in, in I think five to two time of recording. Yeah, they, they ended up winning at five to two um, uh, with. Beaver on the mound, always Beaver unders. He, I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this. Uh, on, on, I think I did actually last time. I think I did. 
Shane Bieber. Love him. Bieber Unders, always. If you type in Bieber into my phone, the first thing that comes up as a suggestion is Unders. Always take Bieber Unders, um, even though it went even today at 7. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Bieber on the mound, um, always a pretty good bet. He's he's not pitching as well to start this year for the Iwards, but um, still is a solid ace uh, to have. Uh, and so, again, just like the NL Central, the AL Central, I think, has a lot of time left in it. Uh, I'd like to see one of these teams kind of – I would either like to see all of them kind of take their game up and, and out of division and out of conference really kind of bolster up that um, those records so that when they play it, it means more – that way that it's like oh my gosh these are really good teams with really good records that are playing one another um and not it's so close but all these teams are floating around 500 uh or below 500 and and one and two are below 500 teams but they're they're so they're not playing as well out of division that that's why it looks like that that way so uh, i hope that that makes sense it makes sense in my brain at least um so, yeah, I, it just confuses me. The AL Central always confuses me um, because it just seems like one of these teams that is built to compete and is built to be really good, the Sox, the Twins, um, should just should just roll over teams in their in, in their division and, and compete outside of it as well, and they're just not. So uh, I'm very interested to see in, in how – that uh, moves forward and everything like that. So that's the show. Uh, that's it. Uh, I know that these ones with myself are, are a little bit different, but um, I like being able to get all of my thoughts of everything that I see in sports, especially in baseball, a sport that I've gotten into uh, way more um, and, and, and kind of talk through that and look at everything and kind of, you know, each day goes by and you see games and you see games and you see finals and things like that. So uh, you it, it changes kind of um, you never really pay. I never really sit back and, and pay attention to the to the bigger picture. And so when I can sit back and do this and be like, OK, I want to talk about what's going on since the last time I talked about baseball. And you can look at the bigger picture of like, oh, yeah, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the no hitters and everything like that and, and talk about these teams and how close things really are. Because uh, when you're going day by day, game by game, you're not really looking at the overall record uh, all the time unless it's your team, of course. Um, but thank you so, so much, everybody, for listening. Um, I truly, truly appreciate it. Thanks for coming along with the ride. Uh, make sure you re- you rate review, uh, download, uh, leave a comment, do all those kind of things. Uh, leave comments on who, what you want me to talk about. Uh, what do you want next? Like I, I do love baseball. Um, and, and I've had some great guests on to talk about great other topics, um, that I really, really enjoy in sports, but, uh, leave reviews if you want to about what, you know, anything that you would want me to talk about, anything you want me to look at, uh, and things like that in the sports world or, you know, even maybe outside of the sports world. I don't just love sports. Uh, well, I do love sports, uh, but I, I, I like other things too. So looking at things like that. So, uh, but make sure you rate, review, download, subscribe, do all those things. Thank you so much for every, for everybody listening. And uh, we will see you next week.